Bask in it, Cozy Zone friends. Ben Weber here. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for being patient with me. Cozy Zone is such an important part of my life. Being cozy is such an important pursuit. And I have to say, life gets full. Life gets hectic. And, you know, I'm not able to pump out as much cozy as I would like. But here we are, back again with episode 47 of Cozy Zone with Ben Weber, feeling very excited about it, because today, friends, I'm talking to Spencer Lott. And today, friends, Spencer Lott is getting married to Grace. Today, what is, what are we, uh, it's May 21st, 2016. This is the day Spencer gets married. Uh, I'm so excited. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, wishing you and Grace so much love and happiness. You know, I've been thinking a lot about basking. The sun's out right now. Uh, It is warming me to my very, very core. I'm loving that. I feel like uh, a plant, you know, photosynthesizing self-worth and joy. And I'm so delighted. Uh, Spencer, uh, you invited me into your puppet studio. And we had an amazing chat about feelings and art and dreams. Uh, and I'm so excited to to share that conversation with our audience. Um, I, uh, I just want to get right to it. Uh, everyone, keep following all of your Cozy Zone zones. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Ben Weber Projects. Follow me on Twitter at Cozy Zones. Go to BenWeberProjects.com to see all the beautiful pictures of the Cozy Zones where I zone it up with all my Cozy Zone guests. Uh, send me an email, Ben at SmashType.com. Come and see me uh, at Figment this uh, this coming June, June 4th and 5th. That is Saturday and Sunday. I'll be there all day. Uh, going into the Smash Type archives, my, my living letterpress project, please come out to Governor's Island. I'd love to see you. I'd love to hold you and uh, get some, some feedback about how you're doing and, and what you think about the project. Um, you know, I'm thinking a lot about L.A., uh, got a lot of beautiful people out there that I'm sending love to. Congratulations, Lisa Lacasio, on graduating from USC with your Ph.D. in creative writing. Uh, sending you so much love. Uh, sending love to Sage and, and Julia, some beautiful people I know, uh, whose wedding I, I got to uh, not officiate but uh, uh, entertain at uh, last summer in Ithaca. I was the Badhan along with Nicolette. Uh, we we uh, led the wedding goers in in song and skit and sketch and shtick uh, in honor of the two beautiful brides. Uh, thinking about you guys. Uh, thinking about feeling good. Summer's coming. Cozy is coming. Friends, without further ado, please enjoy Spencer Lott. This is episode 47. We have Spencer Lott in his puppet studio, Side A. That's how you gotta do it. Spencer. Hey, Ben. 
Welcome to your cozy zone. Uh, it's surreal. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here, too. Where are we right now? Uh, we are in my studio, the puppet studio. It's an, uh, We should say the artist studio, because I share it with my fiancé, and we're both artists. This, uh, the studio. The studio. Yeah. So I see so many things going on in the studio, speaking of so many types of modalities of art i mean you mentioned puppets i see uh-huh. uh, i guess right behind you there there's a there's a shelf with a bunch of puppets <laughs> yep. what's going on with those guys um those are uh i don't know it's kind of just a collection of characters from over the past eight years six six eight years wow various ones have been used in commercials or i've built for practice or for um, short films or for theater pieces um, kind of all different types and textures and styles, um, but it's nice to have them up there as kind of examples. If yes. Like, oh, how do I solve this problem? Oh, here's I remember I've I've either already done this or I or I failed with this one, so maybe I can try something else with the next. These are certainly uh, none of these really look like failures. I see <laughs> there's a white furry monster with yeah, a tie. He's a he's a he's a abominable snowman. Okay. I, I think or maybe a yeti. Okay. I gave him this like. This minute he was uh, he was a weatherman with a Minnesotan accent. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, did you voice him? Well, yeah, yeah. It uh, let's see. Okay, okay, then there. Um, so so his whole shtick was that he was a very apologetic weatherman. So every time he predicted the weather and it was incorrect, he'd come on the next day and just look somberly into the camera and say, "You know, you people trust me." This is a responsibility to give you fair and accurate weather. And yesterday I was off by a solid 15 degrees. I am so, so sorry. So sorry. It's really, I tried to turn in my resignation. Pete wouldn't take it. So here I am today telling you today's weather. Let's hope I do better. Give me another chance. Duluth, give me another chance. I, uh, that speaks very, very deeply to me, just this idea <laughs> of like a very apologetic yeah. character who takes on the weight of the world yeah. and like just wants to try again, but is always failing. Yeah. That is really lovely. Does that, does that resonate at all with your own psyche? I mean, of, of course. It's the, it's the Midwestern model. You know, it's what, we're, it's what I grew up with. It's what we are surrounded with. Um. The kind of uh, you don't need to be loathed by other people because you you've done it all yourself already. Yeah, yeah. so so completely. Yeah. Um, where where in the Midwest are you from? So I'm from Kansas. Okay. Yeah. That is that's beautiful. It's it's right there. It's right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Uh, ha- are you moving away from that self loathing that that tendency to apologize? Oh man. I know I'm working on it. I. I have such a fine, con- yes, I'm constantly working away from it, but I'm also, I'm, I'm also trying to retain some of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because you meet, some people you meet have, have no self-loving, and, and that's not attractive either. No. So there, I, think there, I think there's a, I think there's a, there's a, hel- uh, a healthy balance there somewhere where I, it's a reasonable, it's, it's realistic, and it, and it kind of keeps you grounded. Especially in this city, yeah. where everyone is, you know, fighting to the top. Yeah. Um, but but of course, yeah, I've I've had to, you know, everyone I think has degrees of that, and yeah. I and I do the kind of um, 
you know, whistle a happy tune, and if others think you're brave, then and 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 it it usually works. It does. And work. I usually end up feeling pretty pretty good about myself, and you know, across the board. That's really good. Yeah. And I I mean I I am really grateful to be here. I'm I'm kind of uh, starstruck, frankly. Like well, I I view you as a very very successful, put together, go getting, talented force. Uh, yeah, man. yeah, man. That that's that. This is the hardest part of the cozy zone. When I <laughs> when I lay on uh, when I lay on the thick butter. Yeah. Um, but you know, I guess it's very interesting to like be reminded that yes, we are all struggling with self loathing or oh, or yeah. self critique. Maybe maybe oh, might be gosh. maybe a softer way es- than especially loathing. especially when we're in a. I don't know, would you call it a society, a culture where to to get known for your art, you have to put it out there yeah. and there's instant feedback yeah. in a way that I think hasn't affected artists before. And yeah. so now it's totally debilitating Yeah, because if my, if my film doesn't get a thousand views, what does it mean? Yeah. Did it, did it happen? It, did it? Yeah. yeah. Did it happen? Did, did it, it make a sound? It, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh-huh. I got yeah don't I got I got plenty of that yeah plenty. What uh, what else is going on in this room? Let's see. Wait, we can we can give you kind of a an audio tour. Um, over here we've got we've got kind of inspiration. This so I love when we moved to this apartment. I fell in love with this brick wall. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always trying to get brick walls, and to the point where I went to Lowe's to price out a faux brick <laughs> <laughs> to install in our last apartment. And Grace was like, "This is you can't do this." Um, and so we have, we finally have a, have an apartment with a brick wall and it's, you know, who cares? It's brick wall. People pay a lot of money to cover them up, but I dig it. And so I've got this kind of like inspiration thing going on over here with, um, um, it's a, it's a kind of, just kind of a fun, fantastical print. This, um, it's, it's kind of everything that I love. It's, it's, it's not really rolled dolly in, but it's, it's almost there. Um, that is that there's all kinds of worlds contained in one picture. There's a, there's a theater poster from a show I directed in college where I turned I turned um the Greek tragedy the the Oresteia uh-huh. um into <laughs> into a short puppet comedy like using pop culture references awesome you know it was it was awesome I'm very proud of it I, I would love to do it again yeah you know I think I think I'm so much smarter and better now I'd love to try it again yeah. it's al- it's also pretty it asks a lot of the audience so I need to work on that. Yeah. Um, and then you notice, then you notice the field guide to type stashes. Yeah. And which to me is just like character inspiration. If there's ever a moment like, oh, what's my voice? Who's my? What's my outlet into this world? You know. Oh, it's uh, it's Mr. Big Carlson. There he is. Mr. Big, Mr. Big uh, Caslin. Caslin, and, and that Big is Caslin. So these are mustaches. This is a. Uh, this is. If mustache was a letter, they're just yeah built in the type and face in the typeface. So yeah. I'm looking at Times, yeah, there's exactly. Futura, there's Verdana, all of and then yeah, it, it's really amazing. And the lines are different, the curves are different, and it's all Mister American typewriter. Uh, oh, where's that one? <laughs> right next to Ariel. Ariel, uh, w- uh, line uh, line three, three, um, one, two, three, four, from the left. Skinny little guy. Above Mr. Cooper Black. Oh, I see it. Yep. Oh, very nice. Very <laughs> right? Nice. I so, love American typewriter. So it, they're just, it's just, but but there's also not, 
that much information there. It's just a hook. Yeah. It's just like a name yeah. and a single image. And this, so the the poster of inspiration is this blue tiger uh, with a boy curled up inside it, and there's a lantern and a pot of tea and other animals. There's like, like pigs. pigs. Yeah, uh-huh. there's a great pig. There's a bird with an umbrella. Okay. Teacups. To me, it's it's just this kind of childlike fantasy. It's not necessarily juvenile. It's kind of like the like the boy's face is. I don't know. I, I'm I'm I love it. I think yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then above that is the uh, Mr. Rogers headshot. Fred Rogers looking amazing. Signed because <gasps> here's trivia. Uh, Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, officiated Grace's parents' wedding. Oh my God! Yeah, and so he was her godfather. Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, was yeah. Grace your fiance's yeah. godfather? Yeah. Wow. It's pretty amazing. Their <laughs> wedding album has all these pictures of Fred up there, you know, speaking. And there's a moment of them sitting on the church steps with, like, her parents and Fred. And they're just, like, arms around each other. And he's got holes in his shoes. And it's just... Um, her, her father became a pin pal friend with him. Mm-hmm. And would interview him for... They're both authors and would interview him for um, for articles. And they hit it off. And That's incredible. It's pretty special. My favorite... Fred Rogers thing is when he would go to various factories. Oh, the gosh. factory tours with Mr. Rogers. That's oh. like that's my favorite. It's it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. And how and how did he how was he able to do it that to make it so interesting, right? Yeah. Were, because it, I guess it is interesting, um, but we don't we don't get to see into that. He was always into like sharing different points of view. Yeah. Right? Even if it was going to a factory and seeing how crayons were made. Yeah. Or like or, or inviting a break dancer on the show, like those, Mister Rogers, man, Mister Rogers, and it's actually it's very interesting having a, a conversation with a, a friend of mine about like the disconnect between the consumer and the process, like in our in our capitalist society, yeah, yeah. and it, what a radical thing to like bring children into the the means of production, yeah, but in, but in a very slow and anti-consumer way, yeah, right? yeah, compared to programming today, yeah. Yeah. Did Mr. Rogers influence your puppet oh, life Oh, totally, at all? totally. I was, so when I, growing up, I didn't have, we weren't allowed to have cable, so we just had PBS. Okay. And so that's, hence, Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers. Yes. And, and Lawrence Welk. Yes. And all these, you know, 90s, um, uh, Zoom, and Ghost, I think, what's it called? Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider. All, all these. Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, all of those, Word. like, 90s. We don't know where he came from. PBS shows, where that's, I was raised on that. I love Ghost Rider. Yeah. I love all those shows, too. Yeah. Uh, and so, so the convergence of all of that, like, I'm, I'm really curious about, like, what, what awoke your, your puppetry spirits. So I, that, I don't, I don't know. I've always, it's the only thing I've ever wanted to do. And so I've got a, there's a paper from, from kindergarten that says, oh, I, you know, it's got a green scribble with two, like, lopsided eyeballs that's supposed to be Kermit. Oh. It says, you know, I want to be the next Jim Henson. Oh. Um, and there's some nice teacher, um, one of my, I had, I had amazing teachers growing up, and this teacher says, you know, I have, I have no doubt you will be one day, or, you know, something like that. Like, it's, it was a perfect example of my parents and my teachers being extraordinary and saying, okay, if you, you know, you want to do this, you know, kid from the Midwest who's obsessed with puppets, then then you better be good at it, and here's the tools you might need 
to make it happen. That's amazing. It's um, it's I I am I as I get older, I become more and more in awe of what I was given. Yeah, yeah. Then where does the self loathing come from? <laughs> that's like cultural, right? I think Is that's it? I think that's the larger, the larger growing up in the Midwest thing. Also, also like weight issues. I was always a, like uh, a fat husky kid, and uh-huh. so that that kind of piled on. And puppets aren't you know puppets are cool because we are thirty years old and we we live in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. puppets aren't cool when you're twelve and you yeah. live in basketball country. Yeah, you know that's not a thing. Yeah, and so I had to, um, you know, and so I navigated that in various ways through junior high and high school, and then it became cool again because I kind of claimed it. Yeah, and that was my thing. I see, but. Yeah. So, so external challenges. So people gave you probably some negative feedback about your huskiness. Oh yeah, and totally. and I guess it's it's hard. I it's hard to remember that puppets aren't cool. You're right, because <laughs> yeah. you know? puppets are very cool, especially like looking at at all of these things around here. Like there's so much life, you know, yeah. in these objects. Like yeah. it, it's a it's sort of a magical practice. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Um, do you have like a favorite? aspect of the the puppetry craft i i love so i love that puppetry allows me to do a little bit of everything um in the world in the broader world of puppetry i get to design i get to build and craft and sew and uh, paint and sculpt and do all those like fine art skills and then i also get to perform I get to act, I get to direct, I get to choreograph, I get to like, I get to check all the boxes on, on any given day, um, all within one discipline. Um, and I think if I was just a dancer or just a painter, I think it would, I'd go stir crazy. Mm. Puppetry allows me to have this like creative ADD where I can, yeah. any given day, I can hop back and forth. So, I mean, so it's a practice that like is inherently interdisciplinary, mm-hmm. uh, multimedia. Totally, and, yeah, and multimedia. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So it draws on it draws on everything. That's fascinating. Yeah. So I so I get to try it all, and I'm not great at all of it, but I'm I'm dangerous at a lot of it. You know, I get to, uh, and, I'm, and I'm getting better all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I really like. Describing yourself as, as being dangerous. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um so I know I mean I know you you're working on voiceover, like you're playing uh-huh. with voices. Just and, like another tool for the toolbox, yeah. right? Because so often the way that the industry is right now, puppet if you're a puppeteer and you, you you land an agent, it's also it's usually tied in through voiceover. I see. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um very rarely they they put you on camera. And so, and so I'm seeing that. Yeah. And as I go out looking for representation in bigger gigs, I'm not, I'm, I'm striking out. And so it's like, okay, this, if, if this is the way, if this is the game, if these are the rules of the game, let's get, let's get better at the game. Wow. Let's, let's start practicing. So you, do you have any sense of like why you're striking out or? Oh, dude. No, I mean, ask, if, if you ask me and. 10 minutes, my answer will be different. You know, oh, yeah. like it's just, there's so many that like the market's oversaturated with puppeteers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also just people who are willing to, I mean, so like the puppeteer game and the voiceover game are different. The puppeteer game, there's all these different subsects of puppeteers, right? Yeah. There's, the, the, there's the downtown scene, okay, which is like you graduate from Sarah Lawrence or, Yukon sometimes, and you go and you go downtown, and and you um, you make things out of uh, pine needles, 
and you do your own thing and it's gorgeous and independent and and in very in very little ways commercial you know like i consider those and and those some of those downtown performers are some of the best puppeteers in the country um those like downtown people and then there's like the tv and film folks like the, the, the sesame folks who get every the same 12 people get every commercial every tv show every pilot all that kind of stuff um so even you know it, even within the and that's like basically the new york puppet scene right and then there's the fringe people on that who are like puppeteers who do magic puppeteers who do clowning puppeteers who do i you know there's like all these different categories um, and so I'm trying, so I'm constantly trying to find my place in those worlds and trying to get my toe in, you know, I'll get a couple downtown gigs and then I'll get an audition up here or I'll, I'll do a couple days on Sesame, but then, but then I'm trying to f- get an opera, you know, like it's just, and, and I love that, but I'm sometimes wonder if I should, if I just like specialized in something, Yeah, it's would uh, that be more, who knows what that would who be. Who knows? And do you have, I mean, do you have a vision of like the the niche you would want to exist in like when you when you like fantasize about your 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 premium puppet life i i love creating new content and and in very many ways this helps me stay sane with all the rejection i would love to create something that is commercially successful enough whatever that means to fund both my work and my colleagues, like I would love to be enough of a commercial sex success to fund my downtown success, mm. if that makes sense. It does because so often, you know, the the downtown you run into those walls, right? Because you can't get because you can't get seen, you can't get produced, you know, fill in the blank. So I would love to do and and what that thing is, I don't know. Yeah, You're like I I I'm trying. I don't. It's not a single film or a single TV series. Yeah. I'm, I'm really interested in, in like the success of high maintenance and these like really mm, well yes. produced short yes. content things that can play on any, any medium. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in Netflix and Amazon mm-hmm. and how they're growing their studios. I think there's a huge amount of potential there and, and the, the puppet content is so often skewed for, Itty bitties. It's you right. know, or the, like that two to five. Right. Like I want to make a killer puppet show for twelve year olds, ah. and that's impossible. You know, that's tough. That's <laughs> stupid. That's a stupid goal. Um, but I think it. I think considering that kid in the Midwest, there's a ton of stuff that they can see as they're young. But yeah. what what keeps them in the art form as they grow? Totally. So maybe maybe I could do something like that i i'm hearing that you also you like the challenge you like to be a pioneer you like to i've got a little i've got a little bit of that yeah yeah yeah. you sniff out like what what is missing and you want to yeah bring your expertise to it yeah and i'm hearing you also want to be like a very benevolent generous collaborator totally like that that i empathize deeply with that i I really love that there's nothing grace is always my fiance is always faulting me for my generosity you know i'm i'm a puppeteer i'm not i don't have a lot but i'm always like oh no 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 we can we, we can give you this we can provide this i can i can help you out with this um i would i dream of being able to do that like on a big scale for yeah. other artists who don't have those opportunities like that's that'd be incredible
Thanks for listening to Side A of Episode 47, Cozy Zone with Ben Weber, Spencer Lott in his puppet studio. Join us next time for Side B. He interviews friends. It's awkward and then it's Cozy Zone. Occasionally it's a lovely thing to be nosy in somebody's cozy zone. So please snuggle up sweet, a beautiful thing, it's cozy zone.